Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bring your cleanest. We have a lot. Right. Good. So this is an emotionally charged event. This is going to be some great information today. Um, my name is Corey. Network King. Yes. yes. We wear the hat of motherhood. 
in my life. We wear the head of wife or significant other. We also wear the head of sisterhood, as well as we're daughters and we're aunts. There's a lot of hats. And so as I talk to these women about their business and why they were actually ending up trying to give up and they needed some encouragement, what I heard was that they felt so alone and they felt like they were in this by themselves. Even though they're out networking, they were not confident in their business because they're constantly thinking about all the many things that were left undone at home, at the other job, at all these other places because they were wearing so many hats. And so Entrepreneur Heart was birthed because I found myself having the same conversation that entrepreneurship, that's some water in your bag. <laughs> Yeah. 
there's only so far they're going to let you go before we had enough, right? So as a strong, assertive, powerful woman, <laughs> that can go over too well. And I got calls, all them B words. What's that B word? They call, like to call us when we're strong. Bossy. bossy. We bossy. No. We <laughs> bossy. <laughs> it's normally the man that goes there. <laughs> That's another word. Or you call bossy. And so that, that does something to your spirit because you're, we're, some of us are natural leaders. Yeah. We're naturally in leadership roles. And so those words, they attack us to the spirit. So essentially, that's what happened to me. I did everything they told me to do. Climb that corporate ladder. And then when I when I got tired, my integrity and my ethics were com were asked to be compromised, I jumped. And I started the journey. And I don't suggest this because you should have a plan. But I did not. I just jumped. And when I jumped, I did. I jumped alone. And I also had a pre preconceived notion in, a notion in my head about who I wanted to work with. Now, being in the corporate world, I literally can understand it and see them five miles away. I can work with an alpha male. I know what he looks like, how he walks, how he thinks, how he talks, what, what makes him give me a check in my business, right? I can identify that. So that's what I, when I start my business, that's what I went after. Went after that alpha male because it's easy money for me because I understand them being in the corporate world. Well, I didn't want to work with women. Anybody ever said, I don't work with women? <laughs> Thank you for being honest. <laughs> be, be, be. You know you get to believing the things that people say, and some experiences make you believe it even more, right? But I met this lady who was an upper-level Mary Kay associate, and she's, she's a millionaire in the company, and I told her that. I said, oh, I don't work with women. And she said, no, ma'am. Corey actually introduced me to her. She said, no, ma'am, you have a problem. It's the core of who you are. You're, you're not identifying with If you're telling yourself that you're going to just get yourself away from who you are, that's a problem. And you need to check yourself from the inside. And being a coachable person, I did. And I changed everything about my business. And now my, my business is catered to helping women to succeed. And that's essentially why you're here. I have 10 beautiful women who are successful in their businesses. They are not here to pitch you as much as they are to tell you that you can do this. That this is not something that everybody can have because we can and we support each other. We support each other. And that's what it's all about. So I want you to just listen. If you have questions, please ask of them the questions because they've been through everything that you've been through. One of the things that always bothers me when I hear is that people are not real. You know, people are real. Everybody goes through the same thing. We all just go through it a little bit differently. Okay? So I want you to enjoy and listen and ask questions and, and just have an understanding that this is sisterhood and it's fine. <laughs> Speak about social media. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I will tweet 
One, make sure you put it on vibrate or silent, um, just so that there aren't any other noises. And let's just say that you're out networking one day, uh, or excuse me, let's say you're out at a meeting one day. You finished the meeting, you're really not really ready to go home yet, but you have to say, you know what, I'd like to actually meet some new people. Did you guys know that there's an app for that? About that. Who here has the Pro Network app on their phone? You can see like five things. Now, everybody else who got a phone? Need you to make sure that, I know the um, internet is kind of crazy, but definitely go to your app store. It's free download. If you go to Pro Network, to your app store, uh, put Pro Network or all one word, uh, you can download our free app. And what it will do is have the events that are going on around the land. You have 150 some business events going on. Okay. For those of you that are not familiar with Pro Network, Pro Network is a resource center for business events. Our whole goal is for you to get out and meet more people. Meet more people. Why do we want you to meet more people? Who here sells a product or service? Raise your hand. It should be everybody. Great. Who here sells a product or service to a, a physical person? So that means you now need to get out and meet as many physical people as possible, right? Now, if you have a huge marketing budget, then really all marketing is, is to show somebody who you don't know your business, right? So that's where you get like a billboard, you get a magazine on TV, on the radio. Everything I just said was, is pretty expensive, right? The cheapest form of marketing is pretty much you speaking to another person. Would everybody agree with that? So that's pretty much, bless you, I know that was key. With that, so it's very important for you now to get out and meet as many people as possible, right? Now, before I ask this, who here, this is Saturday, oh, this is perfect, Saturday. Who here has been to at least three events this week? Raise your hand. Okay, keep your hands raised. Yeah, people, okay. Who's been to five events this week? <laughs> okay, now keep your hands up. Right. There's five events or more this week. Okay. Three. Now, I want everybody, oh, four, excuse me. I want everybody to look at whose hand is raised. Raise your hand. Look at whose hand is raised. These are the people who you want to try to connect with because they may know something you don't know. Okay? Now, for those individuals, who here wants to admit this is your first event for the week? Okay. For everybody whose hand is up right now, let me explain something. Unless in your bank account right now looks the exact way you want it to look. Now, there's some people who it is where they're like, look, I'm not networking because my bank account looks the way that I want it to. For those individuals, I'm not talking to you right now. For everybody else, if your bank account does not look the way you need, you need more sales. Agreed? The only way to get more sales, and would you agree that about 90% of your new business is going to come from somebody who you don't know? Would you agree with that? Great. With that, that means you need to get out and meet new people. Now, there is only one place that exists on earth where there's actually a group of people who actually want to know what it is you do. I say that to say is you only have two choices. You can either meet somebody individually or you can meet them in a group, which is more efficient. Group. Everybody's looking for more time in the day, right? Everybody's looking for more time in the day. That's what I hear from everybody. Everybody hear that excuse? Oh, why did you do it? Oh, because I'm busy. Everybody hear that? That means there's not enough time. 
With that being said, if the group atmosphere is more efficient for you to meet more people, the only place that exists on Earth where there's a group of people is a business event. Did you know that? The only place that exists on Earth is a business event. I say that to say is that if you are not out networking, then what's going to happen is your business is going to suffer. Let me explain why. People in business, everybody, every business have problems? If your business does not have problems, raise your hand. Because I will happily change business. Every business has problems. 100% of the businesses that have failed is because they ran into a problem they could not solve. 100%. So if, if businesses have problems, then you need a solution, right? Solutions come in form of a resource. People equal resources. You ever have a problem where you're like, man, I got a problem. Then you pick up the phone and call somebody and they solve that problem for you. People equal resources. So if people equal resources and resources equal solutions, now solutions start out equaling growth. Every time you solve a problem, you grow, right? And if you grow too much, you will be a victim of what's called success. Does that make sense? So let's start back from the front. People equal resources. Resources equal solutions. Solutions equal growth. Growth equals success. So starting back at the front, what do you need more of? People. You need more people. You need more people. So with that, if you're not out networking, then you're hurting your business. You're hurting yourself. Because now your business is not getting the resources that it needs to survive. For those people who have their hand up when they've been to five or so events this week, they get it. I'm gonna tell you guys this, and I'm gonna end on this. There's a culture of true networkers. There's a culture of true networkers. Lorna, Deborah, Felicia, there's a, there's a, there's a culture of true networkers. We get it. We know that the power comes into our database. The power is in our database. To be able to pick up the phone and call whoever to get a problem solved and our business moves forward versus not being able to do that is based on us meeting that person. I say that to you to say this. Please, if there's one thing that you get out of today is get set in your mind that every week you need to be out meeting more people. If you have a business and you do not have a business card, I don't know what you're doing, except you, sorry, you forgot to today, it's okay. But you need to get out there and let as many people know about what it is that you Sound fair? Awesome. So today, make sure that you guys are exchanging cards, that you're meeting people, something like that, because I will tell you this, there are some, there are some heavy hitters in this room. There are some people in this room that can actually help drive your business forward. Sound good? Awesome. That's the importance of networking. With that being said, I'll bring it back over to I'll bring it back over to Sean. Thank you guys.
you're in luck. Alrighty. Our first guest is Miss Donna Lane. Donna is known as your better business coach and helps entrepreneurs work smarter and not harder. She is a corporate sales trainer, speaker, and mentor, and is the successful owner of Smart Tools Coaching. She is energetic, creative, and a lover of life. You cannot be in a room and not smile when you meet Miss Donna Lane. I introduce Donna. Okay, well, I'm going to hear me without the mic. Can you hear me without the mic? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Because I tend to lose my hands a lot, so that will give you an opportunity to do that. It is a pleasure to be here today. Thank you for coming on Saturday. Thank you, Sean. So here's the bottom line. I've got about eight, oh, ten minutes and counting. So my story is this. In my business, I started out as a hoe. And then I became a bow. I started out as a hoe. I was working a full-time in a job, and I became a hobbyist. business owner. <laughs> Was I flying the plane while it was being built? You betcha. And I 
since then, I've put a thousand people in my social media project. Fear, envy, 
doubt. You agree? Yeah. Those are the four big ones. Fear, envy, comparison, and doubt. How many people, and you can say this to yourself softly, look at someone else and go, man, she's doing so well. Why not me? We start with saying, hi, why is she making twice as much as what I'm earning? Oh, she's been on TV? Why not me? Raise your hand if it across your mind, right? So you've got envy, comparison, doubt, and of course, my favorite, fear. So I'm going to read you a couple of quotes that really will flip the switch. You want to find an easy way to flip that switch? So when you're feeling envy, you can like, why do you want to live there? Why do you want to live there? Envy is the art of counting someone else's blessings other than your own.
which exists to elevate your mind, your body, and your soul to the next level. Please welcome his Pamela John. You, I'm a loud person, but I'm one that's coughing so much this morning. So you have to forgive me. So I, look, I sound a little raspy. So I know I don't have a lot of time. So I'm going to just jump right into this. So I'm really a loud person. So this is the audience engaging me. Okay. So my company, Meditating Motivators, it kind of seems like an oxymoron, but one of the things that's so powerful about Meditating Motivators is helping to be able to be inspired to do the things and focus on attracting the things that you want, okay? I always like to say the things that, when it's the lot of things you focus on negative, that's worry. But if you just stop to center and be your authentic self, then that's meditating. A lot of times people think you just have to zone out all the time, but it's about being able to center in your own body, okay? So one of the things that I love about this event, and I want to thank Sean for inviting me, is this is a place to be able to network with everybody together. So I want you to be writing down so that way when I ask you a question, you know what we're jotting. So get your pencils ready. Alright, so for me, I feel like the key to success is what? Somebody tell me really quickly what the key to success is. Networking. Networking is one. What do you personally need to have? Believe. Passion. Believe. Passion. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, I think I heard somebody say perseverance. Good job. So for me, the key to success is perseverance, okay? So it is just doing small things over and over again until you until something happens. So success doesn't come in a day. It comes daily. So one of the things I want to share with you, I want to share a little quick story with you. So listen to this. Not long ago, I was introduced to an amazing woman who found herself frustrated and disgusted with her life circumstances and choices. Early in her life, this lady had a clear understanding that she was loved and protected by wonderful parents. She had an understanding that she was created for greatness. As a small child, she grew up in an extremely small rural neighborhood with its fair share of crime. She didn't have many opportunities for major colleges and degrees, so she became very frustrated. But also, much too young to debate whether it was right or wrong, she had some very unwanted, unwelcome circumstances that occurred to her that left her confused and shamed. So she asked herself, why do I even bother? Many of her peers also had a desire to be, sex be successful but simply had no idea how to get out of the city limits. She was a daddy's girl. She found herself struggling with depression the moment he dropped of a massive heart attack. She only had one sibling who passed away at a very early age, and she always desired to be able to raise with her younger sibling, who actually also died as an infant. So now having no living siblings, Following the death of her sister, this sister left a little precious baby boy. This child had lost both biological mother and father. So this young lady that I met, a few years later, she became the mother of this, this little infant child. Having no understanding of why, in the midst of this, 
she also became temporarily paralyzed. She was confined in a wheelchair, fighting every day to come through. She also having the sensation, no cessation in her right side, and a zipper of staples going up her back. She asked herself over and over again, why do I even bother? Just five years after that, she was hospitalized for two weeks, had to be rushed into emergency surgery. She actually stayed in the hospital so long she had to have three different relocations for her IV. During the time she was in the hospital, she developed a situation to where her intestines decided to no longer work. So she asked herself, why do I even bother? She sunk into a deep depression. As a result of a traumatic and stressful situation, this mother moved with her new baby boy to a new city where she knew not a soul, had no job and no idea how and where she and her son would land. But she decided to live on total faith. Why did she even bother? Why does she even bother? Why would you even bother? Unfortunately, her mother became terminally ill and had to move in with her. So now she had to become a round-the-clock caregiver. She endured many other surgeries along the way. But you know what kept her going? Her perseverance. Her perseverance. She was not about to let her life be defeated by her mishaps. She was determined to become the phoenix that's rising out of the ashes. So ladies and gentlemen, I would like to share at this very moment, you are looking at that young lady that I just described. Mm -hmm. So 18 yourself over and over again, why do I even bother? How many people have said, why do I even bother? Yes, over and over again, why do I even bother? You may be saying, who is Pam Jones? What is Pam Jones? Meditating Motivator is a vision that came to me years ago. And I stayed with it because I lived on perseverance. So something I want to do really quickly, you saw me have this little pom-pom. I want you to get engaged because I am full of motivation now. Nobody and nothing will stand in the way. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. So when I say, I want you to act like this is crunch time in the ball game. And I want you to let everybody hear it, okay? Give me a P. P. P is for possessing passion. You have to let whatever it is that you know that you believe in catch you on fire. You need to be able to ask yourself, what is my dream? Not for somebody else, but what is my dream? Does your dream wake you up in the middle of the night? Does it just sound like a cool idea? Or does your dream have you? It's not about having a dream, it's about your dream having you. Now give me an E. E. E is for eliminating self-doubt. If you stay stuck into, why do I even bother? Who's gonna really even buy into what I'm even doing? Uh, I hear this all the time, I don't have enough education or skills to really pull this off. So you have to eliminate the self-doubt and you have to believe completely in yourself. Give me an R. R. R is for revolutionary. 
Sometimes you have to be a little militant in your own business, in your own dreams and desires. So you have to become your own advocate. Now give me an F. S. F is for steadfast. That means you have to stand firm, fixed in your direction, firm in your own purpose and faith. Give me another E. E. e is for endurance. I like the B in rolling. E is for endurance. Trust me, there's going to be days that you're going to feel like, why do I even bother? I'm frustrated. Why do I keep going? Depression's going to set in. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to have a lack of motivation. But I want you to keep saying to yourself, I may be doubtful, but I'm not defeated. I may be frustrated, but I am not a failure. So take small steps. Every positive action and step that you take creates the momentum for the next action. Give me a V. V. V is for values. You need to be able to make sure your own personal morals and values stay intact. So I want you to ask yourself, what are my core beliefs? And I like to ask, because I see several of my clients, what are my convictions? It's okay to be open-minded to new ideas, but it is so important for you to stay true and grounded with your own values and beliefs to be successful in what it is that you want to do. Now give me another E. E. This E is so important. It's for enlarging your thinking over and over again in order to grow. So you have to study. You have to research everything that is important to you. Even find a mentor. Ask questions, ask questions, broaden your thinking, and never ever stop learning. Give me another R. R. R is for renew yourself daily. Daily. Meditating. Tap into who you are authentically. So set the tone with your intentions of who you are. Now give me that last E. E. This E is about what this represents. It is every one of our responsibilities to expand and empower ourselves as well as others. That's why this event is so great. So what I would like to share with you, one last thing before I go. My name is Pamela Jones. My company is Meditating Motivators. Simply put, I empower others to empower themselves. For years, I work with people physically. I help them to come from a place of overflow instead of depletion because we become depleted because we give, give, give but we never tap into what we are here. So I always like to say, be the man or woman that you were created to be and not necessarily limited to who and how you were raised to be. Mm -hmm.
little baby. I have a four-year-old. My, my children are 23, 19, 17, and four. Don't judge me. Right. <laughs> but she literally saved my life. Because that is, is no joke. Anybody would, it is no joke. And if I had not had that little baby, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't, because I would have given up. I would have given up. Because that was, that was some real pain. <clears throat> okay, so our next our next speaker is Miss Deborah Daniel. Deborah is an avid networker. She's a friend. She's a mentor. She is the head of the eWomen's Network, and she also is a certified public accountant. And what I love about Deborah is that she has a passion for women. She wants to make sure that we not only work, but that we retire wealthy. How many of you want to retire wealthy? Okay, that's what she's about. She's not about basically preaching to you as much as she is about imploring upon you how to really make sure that every dollar you make, you save a little bit for a rainy day. All right, so I want to introduce Ms. Deborah Daniel. So glad to be here today. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Um, I have a lot of, I speak a lot lately, and um, I didn't know how much time we had today, so I've got a lot of different things, and just some of the things that the speakers already have said just so um, have resonated with me. Um, I think one thing that Donna said that really uh, struck me is important, and I was thinking about this on the way down here, that you can't compare yourself to where other people are. You can't compare your middle to their end or your beginning to, to, to their middle. Um, everybody has preconceived ideas when they see people of where they are and what their situation is. And you, know, you have no idea what people have been through. Fortunately, I never have had any um, illness in my life. I never have had really any um, adverse things going on, but I never really had any great breaks either. So um, I come to you as a very successful business owner. I've been in business for 22 years. Um, I didn't really think about it until recently that in, 19, in the early 1990s, when I was only 27 years old and a newly married woman, um, that people at 27 years old, especially women, weren't owning businesses. And they certainly weren't owning a business like mine, a CPA, where I'm sitting here telling people like me now in their 40s, 50s, 60s, what to do with their money and what they should be doing. I mean, honestly, it's really kind of a joke. If someone, if someone at 27 came to me, today to me and tried to consult me like I was doing for those people, I probably would have, I would laugh in their face almost. Um, so you don't really realize that you're a trailblazer until you look behind you and see that there is a, a trail and that there are a lot of people following you. Um, I'm not sure the exact statistic, but I'm pretty sure that last year, um, was the tipping point of where women actually are the primary breadwinners of the majority of families. I think that's powerful. That's powerful because not only does it speak to the impact that we have in our community, but it speaks to the impact that we have in our, in our families. Um, and the other side of the point is, you know, everybody tries to tell us we can't have it all. I'm here to tell you that we can have it all, we just can't have it all at the same time. Um, I have owned my business for 22 years, 23 years, 23 years. I've been married for 23 years at the same time, which I think is a key, is a key in success in my business, is that I had a partner who supported me financially when I bought four accounting businesses 
crazy working machine. I work from, you know, try to go to sleep. But when my kids have an important activity, I'm there. Right. So on that day, they're, they're, the, they're the important thing. On the other day, when it's tax season, I have to do it. It's, there's no such thing as work-life balance. You've got to do what's important for that day to make it happen. And I still think, I, if, if, to look back, I don't think my kids would ever say I did something that wasn't important. But I can tell you, I probably work 100 hours a week during tax season. And that's okay. There's worse things in your kids seeing that you work hard. Because when, when they see the stuff we have, and when they ask, and they're like, well, Mom, why don't we drive that kind of car? Or, Mom, why don't we do this? They know that we have certain things that we want to spend our money on. I am passionate about people understanding that we are responsible for our retirement, responsible for our financial literacy. If you're waiting, I do a ton of clients out in my area, between a lot of them. I would say the average client that I do is probably between 100 and $400,000. We do a lot that are under that, a lot that are above that. But there's no interest, there's no dividends, there's no investments. I mean, if you're not taking the fruits of your labor and putting something to the side, you're missing, it's not all about how much money we're making, it's about how much money we're keeping so that we can be impactful in our community. We can give to the causes and stuff that we want to. We can travel and do the cool things and not just work all the time. But the other part of the point is those relationships. Because your network equals your network. If you look back at, at all the relationships you have, those are the people that are going to be there when you need to find a web designer or when you need to find, you know, or your kid's in trouble and needs, you know, needs a counselor or something. I mean, I don't really have a client that does that, so I'm like, hey, you know somebody um, with this particular thing. It's really about our relationships because the more relationships that you develop, you become a resource for other people. I find that the most business that I get is actually not to try to get people to come work for me. It's people that I have referred someone to. And when I'm at an event like this, I'm not trying to get, oh, please don't let me do your tax return. I'm glad to do that. But I'm looking for people that are playing in the same pond as I am. They are already working with customers that are the same as me. Because I know that we can help each other. Because as my business gets bigger, and I help somebody else's business get bigger, it's a win-win. This is not a zero-sum game. This whole narrative out there that I win, someone else has to lose, it's just crazy. If we all win, everybody does better. And just in my business, I mean, I've just seen that. The more, when I help someone else is when my businesses has grown the most. And it, I had a lot of other points. Oh, consistency and persistency. That's something I tell my clients all the time. Um, it's not about winning the lottery. It's not about one big transaction. It's the habits that you have every day that, that make a huge difference. When you save a dollar a day for 60 years, you're going to have more than if you wait until you're 50 to start saving $1,000 a day. We've just got to get, get that. We've got to get out of the debt trap that we're in. I mean, those are just some of the topics that I talk about. I, I mean, I literally could talk for like three hours. Um, and hopefully so, there were a few nuggets in there that people could use, but I'm glad to chat with you on any of those things. Have a day.
how awesome is it to have little people? It's almost like little armies of salespeople out there for you. You know, marketing for you. It's amazing. Okay, next we have the beautiful Miss Tavana Denise. <laughs> Tavana is an Atlanta-based business accelerator and success coach. She's an avid cyclist, and she lives and breathes the motto, success is 80% mental and 20% skill. With certifications in life, weight, and wellness coaching, her specialty is helping new entrepreneurs get past fear and overwhelm, get their businesses up and running so they can change the world. All right, welcome, Ms. And I don't 
I don't get paid to tell people about Weight Watchers, but I will tell you this. This is what they got right, is that there was there was a lot of support involved. You know, you have mentors, you have women that are cheering for you. Every time I got up to get my little five pound stick, people like, yay! And then when I went missing and I finally made my way back, I'm like, girl, where were you? So, you want to make sure that you get around people like in your business, you want to find a coach, you want to find a mastermind, you want to have business uh, girlfriends, the ones that you can talk to when you're feeling like you're struggling and you're just having a difficult time because you are going to have challenges just like everybody else that's made this. If it was simple, everybody would do it. And so I got to tell you the story because she told you I'm a cyclist. My cycling club loves to go to the North Georgia mountains to ride as if they're not enough hills in Georgia for us, right? So we'll drive 90 minutes up there to start climbing these mountains. And there's one up there that I call my nemesis. His name is Paul. And it is a seven mile climb. And just to put it into perspective for you all, one time we were going up there, my very first time attempting to climb this mountain, I looked down at my computer and it said 4.7 miles per hour. That's how fast I was going. I'm thinking, oh gosh, it's going to be a long climb up the seven mile stretch. And we're going and we're going and everything in my legs and my lungs screamed, stop, you can't do this, this is too hard. And I said, okay, no, I will try. So I kept going and I kept going. And I got just beyond the halfway point of the seven miles and there's a lookout point. And my mind got the best of me and I stopped. And I had to wait for everybody to climb the mountain and to catch them on the way down. And it took me two years before I even attempted to do that again. But this time, I said to myself, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get to the top, and I was just envisioning, envisioning it in my mind, like seeing myself at the top. I didn't do what most people do. Most of the time when we fail something and then we attempt it again, what do we do? We look back and say, oh, well, this is what happened last time, and we fixate on that. But the problem with that is your mind will create whatever it focuses on. So it's so important for you to focus on what you want in your life. Not what happened in the past, and not what happened last time, okay? And so, this time, everybody gets on their bikes and they take off. And I'm like, oh no, when I get out there with them, let me just pace myself. I'm gonna go at my own pace, go at my own pace, and slowly, slowly, I walk them down, one by one. And let me tell you this, there were only two other women on this ride, okay? And I get to that point where I had to stop the last time. And I thought about it for a second, just for a second again. And I put my head down and I kept going, and I kept going. And slowly, something happened. It got easier. It's like I found my rhythm or something. And stuff eased up. And I passed a few other riders and two more turns and I made it to the top. Only four other people that started out in the pack with me got to the top of the mountain before I And so business is such like that. A lot of the times you see people shoot out in front of you. Y'all start at the same time and they'll take off ahead of you. Hold your pace. Your mind, everything will tell you, stop, it's too hard. But just know that every single thing that has happened in your life to this point now has prepared you for that. 
<clears throat> and so the biggest thing that I learned, and this is the model that I live by, so Sean kind of supported it for me. But I want you all to know that <coughs> success is 80% mental and 20% skill. So the next time that you're going through some things and you, you're doing everything that you think you should do, but you feel like you're doomed to fail, I want you to think about my story. Remember that mountain and know that it's not over until
her life got difficult. She went on to fight to become the world's best female mixed martial artist in the world. But the story that I want to share with you is a story of a little girl who since birth inspired, and she didn't know at the time, would be inspiring her friends, a family, and eventually a community. That little girl was born and raised by single women, a mother uh, who had divorced, and then her two older sisters and a grandmother. She was surrounded by a lot of estrogen. She really had no chance. But even as a baby, she was inspiring those empowering women around her. In her teenage years, she would train to become a high-level gymnast. And if you know anything about the sport of gymnastics, gymnastics takes a lot of dedication, strong will, and determination. Many of those qualities, many teens don't get to have that opportunity for. So she was inspiring the peers around her in her teenage years. 16 years ago, her mother passed away from pancreatic cancer. And at that time, she would inspire herself. She went on to college with no mother, into the dating world, into the life on your own, into the college world, living on your own, learning all of those obstacles in life without her mother. And today she inspires her patients in a community around her. And I want to share with you that story and who that little girl is, is me. inspire the patients around me. Take this off. I teach patients that the body is actually a self-healing, self-regulating, healing organism. If you cut your skin, it takes five to seven days for that to heal. We have been told we have bad body parts, and it's not that we have bad body parts, we have poor communication to those parts. And by doing so, I'm teaching them that the body is a self-healing, self-regulating organism. That we have been told a lie, that we have bad body, bad body parts. And it's not true. We have poor communication to those parts. The brain has to signal to the heart, lung, liver that communication of health and healing. Our body, if we cut our skin, it heals within five to seven days. Every six weeks, we get a new liver. If you've been married 21 years, our entire body replaces itself every seven years. So if that's true, you're on your third wife or husband. <laughs> I also want to share with you that there's no amount of numbness that will create happiness or health. There's no amount of alcohol you can drink. There's no amount of drugs that you can take to hide that numbness and to hide that pain. And there's a world out there that's doing that. Our healthcare is at its very lowest today. The last message that I want to share with you is I encourage you to surround yourself by doctors 
that are more concerned about where you're going than holding you accountable where you are today. How many of you are surrounded by healthcare providers or family members or friends that hold you where you are at today? And they're not concerned about where you're headed in the future. And I wanna uh, just end here with this, is we're in Atlanta, in a city of 6.1 million. I'm gonna take those odds, because people have really nowhere else to go. And the work that I do is so specific to helping people regain health and heal the way that they were designed to heal. Who knows Christopher Reeves? Superman? The story of Christopher Reeves. He actually fell off a horse and he shattered the upper part of his neck, the atlas. The atlas is the most important bone in the body. It holds your 10 to 15 pound head on top of your spine. In the event that you've had an unresolved trauma that's happened in your life, it can create this discommunication, this dysfunction to occur. And it's very important if you've had an unresolved trauma in your life that we look at that and we determine how we can restore and regain your health. And I do that through the work that I do. So I don't just get you out of pain. If you wanna get out of pain, I can tell you to go to the bar or I can tell you to get on all these medications. But I help you restore function through getting that brain to body balance and communication restoring properly. My mom was able to live two and a half years past her diagnosis of cancer with no chemo or radiation. Wow. And she inspired me at a very young age to help people understand that message that the body is really self-healing, self-regulating, given the right opportunity to do so. If she had, hadn't made that choice, she wouldn't have had two and a half years with her three daughters. So I was inspired to do this work. This work actually, a lady had asked me this morning, uh, man, you chose a great profession. I said, this profession chose me at a very young age. So I want to end here with telling you this. I know I'm a fighter. But the question is, are you? into the category of neck and back pain relief. And really the message is about function, regaining that function. So things like strokes or cancer, heart disease, diabetes, they're the three main killers today, but they don't have any pain, they have dysfunction in the body. So it's a neurological problem that we're looking at, and we need to make sure that that's functioning optimally. So getting checked, absolutely important too. And one more question. Um, women oftentimes I think massage complements chiropractic really well. The work that I do is very specific. Uh, you're not going to go to a dentist and get your cavities filled every time you go. 
but people go and get checked. And the same is true with the work that I do. People are getting checked. They're not necessarily getting an adjustment every time they come in. What do you check for? What's, what's the nervous system dysfunction. <laughs> Okay, so every uh, profession is a little bit different in how they handle that within the chiropractic realm. Uh, I, I, if you have insurance, every insurance is different, so you have to look at your policy and then we can decide from there what's covered. Yeah, question over here. Yes, please. How does acupuncture fit in with what you do? Acupuncture is separate, just like massage. What I do is a specialty within my profession. Yes, I heard that there was, with x-rays, like a little, I guess, bit of danger with the radiation exposure that people get from that. Are thermograms equally, um, you know? The analysis I utilize is through infrared thermography, similar to the new technology that's measuring and detecting breast cancer uh, with the thermography 10 to 12 years prior to the diagnosis through that technology. So I utilize infrared thermography. And I do require three-dimensional films. However, they are the same exposure as you would uh, get exposed to as flying to California and back. So the radiation is very minimal. But I can't do my work without that proper analysis. Thank you. You ladies have a lot of questions about chiropractic. And you're in luck because our, our, we have another chiropractor in our presence. She'll be happy to answer any more questions. Thank you, Dr. Kaylin. Make sure you stop back our boots up. All right. Come on over here. Right. So, to answer everybody's question, I'm a fighter, too. Get <laughs> <laughs> that on Periscope? Yeah. It's his heart. <laughs> so some nuggets. Somebody give me a nugget that they've learned today. Okay. We're gonna do this on a quick raise your hand. Thank you. The body is self-healing, self-regulating. The body is self-healing and self-regulating. Awesome. Something else. Supporting your team. Supporting. Support in your team. Yes, very important. Fall down, keep fighting. Keep fighting. Yes. Last one. Um, networking equals equal reach equals resources. Hey, who said you? <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, what's your name? Brianna. Brianna, do you have a business? Yes. How long has your business been open?
going to tell you something that she needs. I want you to think about, do I have that? So for instance, she says, hey, I'm looking for a great graphic designer. If you say, hey, my graphic designer is a great graphic designer, I want you to take your card out and hold it up. What we're going to do is give it to her so that she can then follow back up with you to get that referral. Got it? What do you need? Need a venue to do a makeup class. So anybody who knows about venues, get her a car. Okay, you can pass the back. Who else had their hand up? Who knows about venues? Who knows about venues? Great. If you have to take a collectively, we're gonna do this together. If you have a car, you can say, hey, pass this to her. <laughs> so here's what's important about networking while you're here today. It's, it's also good, everybody here is looking for a client, right? Yes. But it's also good getting the other things, the resources, things of that nature. Be good about asking somebody, hey, these are what my needs are. Hey, my name is, uh, she said her name was, but I do makeup, but I'm looking for a venue. You know somebody, because what happens is, when you meet somebody one-on-one, that's great. Then if you can start asking them questions and start getting into their database, now you've expanded that networking opportunity. Does that make sense? Yes. Awesome. Uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to do a break. Uh, with that, we have on calendar to do a 20 minute. We're doing a 10. Okay, just to uh, we're about 20 minutes behind on the, on the schedule. Before we do the break, where are our pro networker members? Raise your hand. Let's give them a round of applause.
save money. We have two memberships that we focus on. One is $15 a month, one is $30 a month. The point is that Kevin can give you all the information, we have all the information here. Here's the point, is that if you network, our goal is to save you money. With that being said, if you sign up today, what we're gonna do is this, it's a dollar today, which will take your credit card information. Typically, you'll get charged next month. So let's say you got over $15, you get charged next month, which is this week. This is our last event. So what we will do for this event only, sign up today, you actually will get charged today a dollar. The first, you typically charge $15, we'll actually waive that. So then you'll get October for free as well, okay? And we are doing a strictly business. We're celebrating our three-year anniversary at that event. So we are having a member celebration at that event and all that. That event is a ticketed event. You'll go to that event for free, okay? Uh, any questions? Awesome. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Go ahead. Specifically, um, I'm one of the working ones. I, I do both jobs. Okay. Are your events typically on the weekdays during the business hours, or are they? We have them at all times. We have them during. Um, we have them during the weekday, which is the first Thursday, which is actually next Thursday. We have them on the weekend. We have them on the evening. So they're all over at that and uh, and all over the time. Uh, so I'm talking about market membership. We're going to take a break. We're going to do 10 minutes. So with that, if you come out to the room, if you go to the left, the bathrooms are to the left. If you guys want some refreshment or something like that, you can keep going all the way around to the cafe. They have some drinks and stuff like that there. Uh, please be back uh, in 10 minutes. Oh, and if you want the membership, please come up front.
The difference between the $15 and the $30 membership is this. At the $15, it's really for people who don't go to a lot of events at all. They may go to one a week or something like that. The $30 membership is for that person who goes at least twice, maybe three times a week. The reason for that is, at the $30 membership, if you go to any event that is not ours, and you pay money, we will rebate you up to $5 for that event. So what that means is, in the span of a month, if you go to six events, and you pay for all six, we will rebate you $5 for each event, which five times six is 30. So essentially, you can get your membership for free at that. But again, that is for people who go to network events all. Okay? At the $15, you get all of our events, at, majority of our events at no cost, but you don't get discounts to other people's events. At the 30, we do make you other people's. You can't upgrade, you can't upgrade if you like. But it's hard to have that, so we're getting up on the Any questions on that?
fill up the middle row, that would be great, so we can let some people who are coming in to get on the outside. If anybody has a membership sheet that they want to get, you have to give it to Kevin. He'll give you to Everybody can go ahead and start making their way in.
like sitting on the end. I could move down. I don't know why I like sitting. Well, the only reason I did because yeah, because I'm gonna have to leave my I left my child home sick. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, not too, too bad, but he's gotten better, but my mom is working with her. Yeah. He's 10, she's 72. Oh, so uh, the situation like, is a little different. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I didn't think about what you say. He said she's 72. Like, yeah. Yeah, so he's a little active. And then what they gave him, <laughs> he's a little more active. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to just go for a few hours. <laughs> and then I'm going to head out. I am like, leave mine. I'm like, okay, just a couple hours and see how it goes. Right. Yeah. And then I might leave a little bit longer next time. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, you try to. No. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm just here to support my cousin, really. I'm just. Oh, Kendall Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Where's your I'm actually. Where's your salon? I want to get my salon. I'm actually. Transition. Okay. I do it at my house.
service rep. She needs people. You want a, a part-time job? Or you can answer the phone at home, work with your pajamas, give her your, give her your information.
are people who signed up that day. Okay. Cast who won the $250 table that we did at the summit, signed up that night and won $250. Yes, Dr. Green as well. So yeah, Dr. Green won one as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Where is Sean? Where is uh, Craig? Oh, yeah, you can grab Craig. Okay. I hope you ladies have a wonderful evening. I have our morning, afternoon. I got a jet to another event. Sean is going to take care of everything. So, has anybody heard of. Um, I know. I equally hate real estate. No, no, no. Who here is in real estate? One person. Okay. There's a real estate expo that's going on today at uh, Rome uh, at the gallery. Has anybody heard about that? Yeah. So actually, it's actually really good that I'm announcing this because I'm actually going there to, uh, we helped her with some sponsorship and stuff like that. But next year, we're gonna be making that event a lot larger. So we're looking at doing um, a larger expo when it comes to that. So for those of you that are in real estate investing or looking to do it, definitely be on the lookout for next year. We're gonna be doing that um, at a larger scale. Awesome, thank you ladies.
of the South Bronx where nothing came easy on any given day when you walked out of your building, you could actually be gunned down. <laughs> and my mother, who had myself and my siblings and also some of my cousins, a total of seven children in the household, was working, but back in that day, it was not enough to be able to support the entire family. Her brothers have all started businesses. How many of you have been to New York? All right, a good number of you. So you have seen the people on the streets in New York, they sell everything from socks, t-shirts, to underwear. You may not want to buy the underwear, but you can get away with the socks and the t-shirts. So back in the day, my mother's brothers actually had people on the street corners in New York selling these novelty items. And that's how they made a living. They made pretty, pretty good money. Everything from the Gucci, it wasn't Gucci, to, to the Indy because it wasn't Fendi, but hey, people were buying it. Listen, the hustle was real. And so in watching this, my mother got the bright idea to be the only, the first female in her family, to say to herself, well, if my brothers could do it, I can do it as well. And she started the business. And she hired people to sell these novelty items on the streets. She hired friends. You want me to talk to the mic? Okay. Sean wants me to talk to the mic. So she hired people to sell these novelty items on the street. And I watched her grow this business from our two bedrooms, seven children in a two bedroom. Don't try to call the services on us. We all grown now. It's too late. <laughs> seven children in a two bedroom, and she had employees selling socks and t-shirts on the street corners. This Sock business, as I used to call it, morphed into something greater where she actually started childcare businesses in New York City and had her own childcare centers. That was my first example of entrepreneurship. I was at a very young age, after age around, let's say, six or seven, where I realized that, wow, owning your own businesses is the way to go. By the time I was nine years old, I knew that entrepreneurship was my way out. Because while my mother had created income to support her family, we were still in the South Bronx. And I used to sit there and conspire and have my pens and my paper handy. And back in that day, everyone wanted to move to the Poconos. The Poconos was like the rich person's place, right? See, I got a couple of people like, you was looking at your homes in the newspaper, like, I'm gonna buy that house one day. And I wanted to move to the Poconos too. And I'm young and I'm putting on paper, okay, if the house costs 199000 to me, that was a lot of money back then. Nowadays, we drive cars that cost 199000 but I'm putting it on paper, and then I also wanted to trick the house out with security cameras and secret staircases. Listen, I was young. And I'm doing all of this, and I knew that the only way to get there was entrepreneurship. And my brother, he and I used to plan this out together, and I remember he went and got a job at TJ Maxx. And he said, bro, I'm gonna get this job and I'm gonna save up this money. Okay, clearly it wasn't enough, but we didn't know that then. But what that did for both of us, growing up in an environment where it wasn't given to you, let me know something that I really needed to know. And I'll say this to you, I'm very blunt. I believe in the Lord too, but I keep it 100% real with you. It let me know that this shit is hard. Yes. Entrepreneurship is not easy. And listen here. For anyone who will tell you that it is, they're lying. That's right. I will challenge any business mind that will say, well, it gets, it's not easy. Even with plans and processes, it makes the process a little simpler, but it's right. not easy. Right. Every day you get up, you have to be willing to do things that you don't want to do. That's good. You have to be willing to go places that you don't want to go. 
I talk to entrepreneurs day in and day out, and they say, well, I don't really like sales. How many of you like sales? About less than 10% of the room. How many of you know that if you don't sell, you'll be broke? I mean, it's, it's a real truth. I didn't like sales. Most people hear me today, they don't know, I didn't even like speaking in front of people. But you do what you have to do to get to where it is you want to go. You take no prisoners, you make no excuses, you do what you don't want to do, as you've heard it said, so that you can live the way you do want to live. I've had four companies fail in this journey of entrepreneurship. I have lost more money than I care to mention from this stage. I have been the grown man crying saying, God, how are we going to pay the bills this month? God, why me? Did the sin last week catch up with me? What's really going on? And even after all the stress, the heartache, and the pain, last year, I did $5.2 million in sales. A lot of sleepless nights. Anybody will tell you this. I work my ass off. What do you do? I, I provide advisory services to companies on how to grow their revenue. Wow. I work my ass off. And I don't make excuses. I take ownership for where I am in life, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. And I get out there and I make it happen. So, I just wanted to inspire you to don't stop. Make no excuses. If you are looking for a pity party, someone posted on Instagram yesterday that Aquariuses are not the guys you go to when you're looking for a pity party. We are not the ones. We are the ones to tell you, listen, suck it up. Put on your big girl drawers. And do what you gotta do. Let, let's go. You can go out there naked for all I care. Just make it happen. But I want to encourage you to go out there and make it happen. Take no prisoners. Realize that as women, you have the ability to shape the entire world. You have an ability that we don't have as men. So I applaud you, I support you, I celebrate you, and I honor you. Thank you. And we honor this lovely woman for putting it all together. Last but not least, she said, I know you gotta give something away. Last time I gave away, uh, $9,000 VIP day where the car, my, my car picked the woman up and brought her to the office and all that other stuff. I'm not doing that this time. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to make it much simpler. So this time, I'm going, since it all boils down to sales, really, it really, that's truly the case, I'm going to give you a free ebook, Seven Sales Basics, how to get to what really matters to close more sales. And all you have to do is fill out the form up front. Suzanne, is she still in the room? Wave your hand. She will make sure you get the free ebook. No company cards picking you up this time, but I love you all.
She has operated a successful insurance agency built primarily through relationships via networking. She is a coach and a mentor to women who want to create a business they love through the power of networking better. I introduce you to Ms. Diana Perez. There we go. Hi, everyone. I usually start mine with hi, ladies. So hi, ladies. Of course, she already told you my name, but I want to tell you something, and I want you to join in with me. Repeat after me. I, I am, am bulletproof. Bulletproof. Thank you. After growing up in a single-parent home, okay, a beautiful mother that worked what seemed like 80 hours a week, Someone who was impervious to injury, she was impervious to pain, after being a victim of extreme abuse, my mother, the strong, beautiful, Puerto Rican woman that she is, pushed on. I also, yes, took partake in that abuse, physical abuse, okay? I would hear hit after hit, punch after punch, beating after beating, that is what we endured. At the age of six, when all of that was going around, all I could do was get on my knees and pray. Dear God, why me? Why us? Well, let me tell you what God said at six. Why not you? You were built and made for this journey. And so I say to each of you, you are bulletproof. You are built and made for this journey. I continuously throughout the time of this abuse and finally being able to be released from that. My mother picked me up from school one day and said we are leaving, we're never going back. We did just that. You are looking at a woman who has built a wonderful business, two businesses, ravished in a wonderful six-figure income, built business and balance from December to now 2,400 members on Facebook, several hundred members attending my events since January, I am doing the damn thing. <laughs> what I want to tell you is that you also were built to be a conqueror. A conqueror. No matter the pain, the treatment from friends, family, or even yourself, you were made for a journey such as this. I want to tell you also that what you can do that can empower you and make you millions to retire rich would be to pray to receive God's love for you. Some of us can't take that, but it is yours freely and he gives it to you. His mercy and his strength prepares and sees us through every single day. You are bulletproof. When you hear no, keep moving. When you hear you're not good enough, keep moving. When you hear you can't, keep moving. What I know for sure is that God loves me. He loves you. He gives us all the tools we need for this journey. You are constantly being perfected, just like the potter's clay. Just like the potter's clay. When you're put into that hot fire, he continues to mold you 
and shape you into what he wants you to be. You were made for this journey. I want to give you some things in order for you to continue being bulletproof. Are you ready? All right. First one is very simple, but very hard for some. Pray. How many of us do that on a daily basis? Thank you. Daily, minute by minute, and hour by hour. Pray. The next one is part of that bulletproof vest. Be resistant to no's, to can'ts, to won'ts. Continue, the third one, to surround yourself with great people. People that hold you accountable, not yay-sayers and yes, I'm going to do it and you can do it. No, if you can't do it, you can't do it right then. But allow yourself to be surrounded by amazing people who will push you and pull you into the direction that God wants you to be in. And lastly, I'm on the same mission as you. My mission is to stop wanting the worst for myself. Sometimes we get into this mindset when it is all about, I am not good enough. Why me? Why can't it be you? He built you for this journey. Receive what he has to give you. He will increase your territory like nothing else. I am witness to it. He does it on a daily basis for me. And I am just relishing in everything that he gives. Lastly, in life or in business, God is your shield. You ever heard about the shield of protection? He is your shield. He will give you every single thing you need to withstand each and every bullet that may come your way. No more can'ts, no more won'ts, no more, oh no, that's not me. It is you. Your time is now. You were built for this journey. God bless you.
Queen mentioned the fact that she saw Taria at the table entering all the business cards that she got from Speed Networking. And she was like, what was she doing? Because she, she's doing proper networking. Okay. Okay. So now we have the beautiful Dr. Katria Griffiths. She is a chiropractor and owner of Discover Health. She is the owner and um, chiropractor at Discover Health Chiropractic in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Her purpose is to optimize the health and wellness of families and to equip and empower each individual with the ability to make choices that to lead full to lead the full expression of their health potential. She recognizes that health is a gift that needs to be nurtured in order to experience the best life one has to offer. <laughs> All right, so good afternoon, ladies and the gentlemen that we do have here today. Um, so I do want to thank Sean for putting together this awesome event, yes. bringing us all together so that we can not only network, but support, collaborate, and just be each other's um, support team. We certainly need that um, today. So the theme for my talk today is basically taking a leap of faith and the leap of faith that I took to get here. Um, my, the reason why I couldn't take a leap of faith is because I had an amazing role model growing up, and that was my mother. I was born in Trinidad and Tobago, and at the age What is your passion? What is your why in life? 
what, what is going to encourage you to get up every morning and be happy to go to work, right? I don't want to get up and just be like, oh, you know, I'm called today. Or, you know, I, I, get, I have to stay away from my family. And so through questioning myself, I started to think about other options for myself. And I started thinking, okay, well, maybe I can be a teacher. I can, maybe I can do research. Maybe I can do event planning and not even use my college degree. And in the back of my mind, I kept hearing the words chiropractic. And I kid you not, I knew nothing about chiropractic. I knew absolutely nothing. The only interaction I had ever had with chiropractic was two years prior to that aha moment. Um, there was a lady who stood in front of me in an audience like this, and she was passionate. She had energy. She was successful. She had a family. She had children, and she had two businesses as a chiropractor. And I'm like, wow, she's you know she's she's got it going on. But at the time, I was open to it, and I'm thinking, okay, well that's good for her. But I know I'm going on a different path. And so yes, I kept hearing chiropractic, and I kept putting it to the side because I didn't know that that's where I needed to be. So deadlines kept coming for me to apply to schools, and I'm thinking, okay, well, you're not applying to anything, because my, my spirit wasn't leading me there. And eventually, I decided to listen to my gut. How many of us have that gut feeling where we're like, we shouldn't do something or we should do something? Right. And so I finally listened to my gut, and I said, you know what? You can at least take a campus tour. <clears throat> of Life University and see what chiropractic is about. And after a four hour tour, I got in my car and I looked to the heavens and I said, I don't know what this is. I don't know what I'm doing, but I know that this is where I need to be. And so, I mean, that was my leap of faith and I could only have a leap of leap I could have only taken that leap of faith because I saw my mother do it so many times. I had that role model and I had that support system. And so I want to say a quote for you guys. Um, the pathway through your greatest potential is to step through your greatest fear. One of my greatest fears was living up to my mother's standards, of course, making her proud, but also having an idea of what it is that I wanted to do. And I was stepping into the unknown. I, like I said, I knew nothing about chiropractic, but I knew that this is where I needed to be. I knew that God had a, a, a plan for me that I didn't know existed. And so this was certainly my calling. So as Oprah says, there is no greater gift you can give or receive than to honor your calling. It is why you were born and how you become most truly alive. So I always say, you know, we have to honor and respect our gifts and understand what those gifts are because it can be manifested in so many different ways and so many other people can be blessed by your gifts. Also, I want to say that, sorry, um, you know, we have to stop comparing ourselves. I know so many of the other speakers talked about that earlier, but stop comparing ourselves to other people's blessings. Know that you know your blessing is going to come in due time, and so sometimes we are in our blessings and we don't realize it until later on. And so you know, just stop and smell the roses and understand that 
you know, your time will come to. Um, and then, too, so many times we are stuck on our, um, our uh, material abundance, the things that we can touch, our, the money that we have, or the nice car that we drive, or the homes that we've built. And, you know, we're so much more than that. You know, our, we shouldn't define ourselves by our material abundance, but more so what we have inside of us yeah. and the joy, the passion, and how awesome we are as people. So I, I say for the business owners to stay patient, to stay focused, and to hold your passion despite the lack of material abundance that you have and trusting that everything will be okay and it will work out in the manner that you would like it to work out. Um, life, my aunt sent me this quote the other day because I just had my grand opening two weeks ago and she sent me this quote and I thought it was very appropriate. She said, life doesn't always let you see just where your path is going and to lead you, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't keep walking. <laughs> so four years ago when chiropractic came to me and chose me, I didn't know where my path was going. But I knew that this is the path I had to take. And it's okay if we take, you know, another path or you know, you might put it in the back burner for a couple minutes a couple times or a couple years, but you will eventually get there and you will eventually listen to your gut feeling and know that you're in the right place. So that's it. <laughs> Okay, 
And her quote that I unfortunately wasn't able to put up is, the quality of the question determines the quality of the answers. That is good, absolutely. Because I think for a lot of a lot of us, we ask the wrong questions. Mm, that's good. Okay, come on, what's going on? Thank you so much. people find out what I've done, they say, how could you have done all of that? And I say, because I'm old. <laughs> I've been around for a while. I'm not going to tell you exactly how old. So I want to I know how many of you in the audience are below the age of 30. Okay. And how many below the age of 40? Okay. I wish that I had had the kind of information guys are getting just today when I first went into business. I went into business at about the age of 24. And I am one of those people who cannot have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Retirement and without missing a 
drop dead at my desk. <laughs> I said, well, you better drop dead and not sick or I'll have to shoot you. Because <laughs> we had nothing to retire on at that point. And as a result, what did I do? Well, at 42, I was in a business where everything was on my shoulders. I was doing the traditional trading time for money. It was my own business. The fallacy, and Deborah can tell you about this, is that people in business have this attitude that to retire to the sell their businesses, but about 85% of businesses cannot be sold. And basically what you end up with in business, um, this is uh, from uh, Michael Berger who wrote uh, <coughs> Basically, as a as you have enough to get entrepreneur and you to get you into business, not enough uh, manager to keep you in business, and you end up working for a lunatic who is you. Um, <laughs> you have to look at your business from the perspective of what would happen if I couldn't do this business tomorrow? What if I got in an accident? What if I my mother got very sick and I had to go back to Canada? What if my child got sick? What if I got sick? And yet most people go around in this fantasy world that, I don't know, somehow it would just, even though I'm doing everything, somehow it would continue. Well, I had the good fortune to change forces at that point. And what I got into was direct sales. And I saw how many of you were in direct sales, so I don't need to go into a whole plot of debt. But basically at that point, I went and joined into direct sales. I doubled my income. And I stopped working. At 44, at the death of my, my friend, I started taking a look at every opportunity I could to spend time with my family. You know, we all know the old adage, you're not going to regret that you didn't work more on your deathbed. You regret the time you spent with your family. And that year, at the age of 44, we went on a trip of one week of a whole month. My husband said, I want to go to France, I want to go walking. I tried to dissuade him, but we went walking in France. We went for 30 days with our son. And it was at a time in his life where he probably, a year net, the next year, he probably wouldn't have done. But because I had created leveraged income through my direct sales business, I was able to take that time off. And, you know, I sent postcards to my associates, my husband who tried to look for every phone and fax machine to find that back then the fax machine because he was running an architectural practice and they needed him there. But I was free to go. <coughs> At 48, the company I had thrown my life into went out of business. Anybody been there? <laughs> Direct sales companies can go out of business. Probably at about the same pace that regular businesses go out of business. Well, one door closes, another door opens. Anybody heard that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Within two years, I was earning as much in two months as I'd earned in a whole year as a college professor. Within 10 years, I had earned a million dollars and basically gotten myself into a position where I had six <laughs> Life was good. I still had challenges. We all had challenges. The challenge of the challenges is to prepare ourselves to meet those challenges.
to do all of this. The number one thing I did was I was open to change. I was open to something being different in my life. When I asked that question, how can I spend time with my family? How can I be there for my son? How can I earn enough that I can ever hope to retire? I went searching for an answer and I found it. How you, the other things, thing I did was I created residual leveraged income. And I am passionate about that now. Now a lot of you have traditional businesses and there is nothing wrong with a traditional business. But you do have to ask yourself that question. How can I be in that business if I'm not able to be doing all the work in the business? How can I leverage my income? How can I make this business something that eventually I can sell? If that's my only way to, to retire. And how do I, in this business, make sure that there is a continued, continuing revenue if you are the main thrift? Business, or the main bread uh, winner in your family, which I was. The number one thing of all of this always to work on yourself. So I want to talk about a all the absolute best way for women to make money. This is a book that is very entertaining. It's the story of my sister and me. She said, why did you make me grumpy? I said, because I wrote the book. <laughs> Because then you don't have to try to figure out what the 
for what only you can do. It's in you. You wonder after all this time why things aren't coming through. Nothing happens before it's time, so breathe. Deep breathe. Persevere and push on through. It's in you. I'm here to tell you that your passion and your purpose is customized just for you. Before you were conceived or even believe and truly, truly believe, your steps were ordered for you. It's in you. Even before you entered the world or given an earthly name, your steps have been ordered and your crooked, crooked path made plain. It's in you. Use what you have in your hands. No need to look around. For your blessings and your talents, bear your name, your glory, your crown. It's in you. Yeah. 
fighting. They all turned around and looked at me and said, get out. <laughs> As I walked away with my head down, I thought, geez, this isn't easy. It's a lot of hard work. But you know what? It's not all bad. It's a lot of good times, too. Times that allow my dad to spend special moments with me. Times that what he did put food on somebody else's table. I appreciated him for that. He set the tone for me. You see, my dad, he <coughs> was my inspiration. Then there was Maggie. Ooh, Miss Maggie. She was something else. Now, you talk about being bulletproof. She was bulletproof, or may have been that pistol that she was <laughs> Maddie came from sharecroppers. She had a dream that was burning inside her. It was setting her on fire. She couldn't wait to get to the city. But there was one thing. In order to get to the city, she had to be married. So what did she do? She got married. They took that trip from Barnesville all the way up to Atlanta. She got here. She went to night school. She went to Booker T. Washington High School when she got her GED. But see, when I met Maddie, she owned a salon, she had a daycare, and she owned a lot of land here in the city of Atlanta. I thought she did everything. You see, Maddie was my great grandmother. She was the first woman I had ever seen that owned your own business. Did I also mention that she was a mother of three and one? Her plate was extremely full. But somehow she always found time for me. She would say, remember this, the world owes you nothing. You are the captain of your ship. There are no excuses. If you want somebody to open the door for you, don't wait on them. Build the door, grab the hammer. And walk. <laughs> you see, Maddie, she was my muse. <laughs> then, like Maddie, or my mom for yours and all, my mother, right? I have two children, Sierra and Graham. And I can remember a time where being a mom wasn't just about hugs and kisses. It was a real time when I had to have real conversations. Not the kind of conversations that you have with children. You see, I was going through a really bad divorce. I had built a very successful $8 million real estate company that I had to walk away from. Mm -hmm. We moved from this big, beautiful house and all this land to a two-room house. I remember telling them, just hold my hand. Because we are a team. And together, there is nothing that we cannot do. Just trust me. I promise I won't let you down. I would take you to work with me every day. I was starting my business over. I would be at my desk. I would be making calls. They would be in the conference room, eating, playing, watching videos, and I would look up at them. They would look back at me. I would try to get as attention as I could. Because they're kids. They're making noise. I'm trying to make calls. One day I looked over at them, and their smiles brought me strength. The strength that I needed to carry on. I knew in that moment that those children were my legacy. You see, entrepreneurship, it's in my blood. It's part of my DNA. I don't know anything else. 
it chose me. I didn't choose it. Everything that I do revolves around it. I want to share a couple things with you that I've learned on my journey. Know your gifts. Everybody in here has a gift or a talent. Until you are clear about what that is, you don't know what you're bringing to the world. You're just out here swimming your wings. See, your, your gifts, they're your unique selling proposition. How many people have heard this? Right? It's what people know you for. It's what they come to you for. Right? So when somebody calls you, they say, hey, Felicia, I know you're a mega event producer. I'm looking for a video. I need some expertise. Can you help me? The second thing, get a community of people who aren't your cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. You don't need cheerleaders. You already know you do. But what you need are people with resources around you. People who aren't selfish and are unafraid to share them with you. You see, I belong to a community of women called Entrepreneur. I love being a part of this community. You see, in this community, I know it's a safe place. A place where women that are success-driven open doors, make introductions, help you get to the next level. The next thing, number three, evaluate yourself. I'm going to ask you one question. Would you follow you? Mm, that's good. Would you do business with yourself? See, sometimes you got to take a hard look at your mirror and really be honest and say, am I really giving it all I got? Am I giving you my best? Because I would not expect anything less if I was working with you. The next thing, don't be comfortable. There is no room for comfortability in entrepreneurship. You see, when you feel uneasy, when your stomach begins to turn, that's just when it's getting good. <laughs> That's just when you're about to turn that corner. How many times have I wanted to give up? Plenty. Countless. But then I think about my inspiration, my muse, and my legs. My life, I have no regrets. I have no regrets. Because every failure propelled me forward. It was an experience of learning. I want to ask you this. Did you choose entrepreneurship or did entrepreneurship choose you? Do you believe that you are successful or are you waiting for someone to tell you mm -hmm. that you are successful? Mm -hmm. You see, when I see myself, I see myself doing amazing things. Yes. Every morning, I don't create a to-do list, I create an action. I envision myself walking through my day, the people I'm going to meet. I'm already playing those conversations and meetings out in my mind. And in each one, I am victorious. Every day I set out to get $10 in one day. Ask me, has it ever happened? No. Are you doing what people think you should do? Or are you doing what you love? My name is Felicia Phillips. I am the
yes, make it accelerate. We're about to talk about that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
your legacy, whatever that is. Because enough with living day to day, just surviving, it's time to thrive. And as women especially, we're always somebody's wife, somebody's girlfriend, somebody's mother, an employee, an entrepreneur, whatever, so many things to so many people. But what is your legacy? So when that day comes, that dash, that's so important dash, how do you want to be remembered? And what charities and nonprofits do you want to be able to give back to? Instead of, gosh, I really wish I could give to that charity. Do they do such good work? They help cure cancer. They help children. But I don't have the extra money. Or I don't have the extra time. We're going to fix that. So our event is all about networking, educating, and celebrating nonprofits and heroes in that in that realm. And you're going to be dying with a wonderful hot buffet lunch. We have wonderful speakers. Like, Tariya will be there as a speaker and a panelist. Jeff Foxworthy and his daughter are coming. His daughter is a big philanthropist at 23 years old. I also want to show kids that you're never too young to start being a philanthropist and an entrepreneur. My, my daughter, who now is 10, she started her own nonprofit when she was six, called My Charity Rocks. And she paints rocks to give to the charities that are featured at my summits. And she asked me, it found her. She goes, Mommy, what can I do? She went to my first summit. And she says, what can I do to help all these charities? And I said, well, honey, what do you want to do instead of giving her the answer? Well, she came up with going out to the yard, picking up rocks, washing them off, painting them, shellacking them, shining them up, even with sparkles. Yes. And she thought of the name Charity Rocks, and we said, my Charity Rocks. So it's about encouraging our young people as well, as well as you're never too old to start either. So live your legacy summit.
if you don't know who this is, you need to meet her. This is Yolanda Lattimore, the dryer bug, an icon around Atlanta. I'm gonna let her tell you about her all the events that you have going on. Every time I come into a room, I have to ask people, what have you heard? <laughs> I hear people introduce me, and I'm like, you know, I'm just somebody who's addicted to the internet. I have spent the past 30 years helping to create the internet, so thank you all for becoming addicted to it. We've been waiting for this day a very long time. Uh, let me tell you, am I in a room full of entrepreneurs? Is that where I am today? Okay, because I'm always a different place. Uh, let me say this. I, I see everybody in thin and paper making a list. I guarantee you there's two things that's not on your list right now. And one is tell my story. Is that on your list? Who is that on your list? Is it on your list? It's on your list. Okay, so we're gonna tell her story today because the rest of y'all not ready. Uh, so I need you Friday um, to be live with me on the air, okay? Friday. You gotta tell your story. There are amazing stories up here. And million dollar women who want to get access to you. The second thing that's not on your list is answers. How to get the answers. Is that on your list? Is, is it on your list, I need answers? Mm -hmm. Well, those are the two things that I do is help you tell your story and give you answers. 30 years of helping to create the internet, I've gotten nothing but answers, and I've been writing books like crazy. If, how many of you have the book already? Okay, how many of you have all the e-books already? Right, and there's still more questions, and there's still more answers. Well, this is a book, I have it upstairs for you. This is, this is the first 27 answers. There's another 27 and another 27 and another 27. They just keep coming. I'm getting ready to do 27 answers to rock Black Friday and every day in between. That's gonna be the hottest ebook ever, okay? Uh, where's the Aquarius? What, what was your story about the Aquarius? My mother was an Aquarius and a second degree black belt. There was no such thing as no in my house. I said to her one time in my life, I can't do something and I still to this day when I ever utter those words around her, okay? And we're on, I'm a, if, if you know my mother, my mother is hashtag Mama Buzz. Look that up right now. You see this amazing journey that she and I are on, and it's the only reason I could live my journey. Everybody talked about that. I told my mother I wanted to own a newspaper. She said, take two years to go learn about black press, and then come back. She said, I'll take care of your household, go do this, and that's how Dryer Buzz was born. I made Dryer Buzz a household name. I'm helping people every day become a household name with the hashtag pen paper mic. Look, y'all are supposed to win to your phone. Hashtag pen paper mic. What's your hashtag up here? Right here. You know I'm pointing at you. Yeah, what's your hashtag? Oh, there you go. First hashtag should be your name. The second one should be your brand. And pen paper mic, y'all, is about to take over next year. Let me just tell y'all. Y'all get with that. What's your hashtag? That's right. And somebody else I've been working on trying to get a hashtag. Who was it? Who was it? Who, who had their hashtag? Right here, right here in the black. What's your hashtag? You. Jackson Signature Realty. There you go. And that's what that's what it's about. On Wednesdays, we are building empires, not scandals. On Thursday. <laughs> so you need to join me on Wednesday at the meetup group with backbonemeetup.com. Uh, you can go to dryerbus.com and get all the information. On Wednesdays, we're going to build our empires and watch empires. Uh, we started out at the Hyatt House. We're going to move around the city. On Fridays, I'm getting ready to launch an amazing web series. I'll be live from Douglasville because you know I'm hashtag Douglasville all day. There's somebody, oh, my girl, I need the necklaces. It's Douglasville. You Douglasville as well? Yeah. Okay. That's where we're going to be. Fridays on 11:27. we go live on Periscope, Meerkat, Blab, um, YouTube. We're taking over. Well, we've already taken over the internet. We just have to continue to do what we do. All right, thank you.
want to meet today. You do want to meet and you want to connect. How awesome was that?
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.